Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At Easy Way Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotion, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business the competitive edge to stand out. Our highly experienced experts will not only help you increase your online presence, but also provide you with a proven online strategy to help you increase the value of your company and make acquiring new customers easier. So what are you waiting for? Contact us today and let us help you grow your business exponentially. For more information, contact 424-209-9290 or visit easywaypromotions.com. That's letter E, letter Z. We also encourage you to like our Facebook page at Easy Way Promotions. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Good morning, everybody from Radio Boomers Live, all you listeners out there. And good morning, Rita. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are ready to rock and roll on Radio Boomers Live. And uh, we are just so excited. Our wall of fame, uh, easywaywalloffame.com, the... uh, the new app, Easy Way Family app, and it's uh, where, where are we at, Race? We're at like 100 views a day, 14,000 views a week. It's exploding like crazy. So, uh, easywaywall.com. This is getting exciting, Wraith. All this technology that's going on, how everything's changing because they're staying home, and Eric is breaking new ground about, you know, people are finding out how to just stay home and do things. And what do you think, Reith, when it gets back to normal again, whenever that happens, uh, are, are the, you know, are the main people going to start thinking that run businesses, hey, you know, I kind of like the way it was before. It was a lot less expensive. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's going to definitely be a new normal, just like we haven't gone back to normal since 9-11. We're not going back to normal after exactly. coronavirus. Exactly. You got it. Well, with that, Reetha, it looks like we're going to be looking at Tech Time from Reetha Gray. No, wait, wait. We're not the Tech Time. Ripped from the headline. Today's hot topic. I'll get it right one day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's so much going on, but most of it evolves around the coronavirus, how to stay safe, what you can and cannot do, cities opening or not. It's just amazing. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I'm I, speaking to the boomer, baby boomers today. We're They're saying that we are a large percentage of the casualties of the coronavirus or COVID-19. And even though they may open up everything, I think, guys, we need to take it slow on this one. 
I'm usually the one that says, oh, let's just jump out there. I want to be the first one to jump off that cliff or swim with that shark. But, you know, this one maybe not so fast. I think we need to let it kind of calm down a little bit. I wasn't at the beach this uh, weekend. There were people that were at the beach this weekend. I get it. They wanted to be out there in the sunshine and playing and running loose, but I think we need to slow down on this one. Maybe wait till they come up with some medicine. They get some more information about the virus. We can, we we've had our years of eating out. We don't have to go back to the restaurants the first time they open. We've done our exercise in the park. So um, I'm not saying just stay locked up in the house when they do say that we can go out, but. I think we should kind of take it slow. The statistics are really frightening for our age group. And um, I was talking to my cardiologist the other day, and she was saying, no, I can't catch the virus. I've got too many outlying uh, other issues going on that I, I couldn't take it. And most of us can't between the cardiac problems, the diabetes problems, the weight problems, we need to just kind of take it easy. So my hot topic is don't be a hot topic or a hot mess. Just kind of relax. It's a nice time for us to slow down, catch up on all those things we haven't done in a while, and um, listen to everybody. I mean, people are choosing sides. I don't know that we should choose sides on this issue. Listen to everybody and figure out what's safe for you and do what you're comfortable with. Don't let people push you back out into the streets too fast. So that's my hot topic today. Jim, what's yours? Well, uh, what do we got here? Uh, Ex-officials call for $46 billion for tracing and isolating the next coronavirus package. Uh, the, the leading former federal health officials, uh, they're saying that uh, $46 billion package, specific measures in the next coronavirus aid package, that's the next package coming. That's some big money. A couple trillion and then $46 billion. Americans are generally skeptical of government, but uh, they want to intervene with a crisis, according to NPR. Uh, The coronavirus pandemic is an example of when Americans uh, want competence from their government at all levels and need to be able to trust their leaders. See, that's basically the the bottom line is we're putting it in their hands, but, uh, you know, to go to work or to not go to work and so on, uh, you know, a lot of rumors that some people are opening up, but people aren't, you know, aren't going to – to their places of entertainment or work because of the after effects from many years ago uh, when this kind of stuff happened, they opened the doors and it was a disaster. People, you know, the coronavirus doesn't have a timetable and they don't, the little viruses don't watch the news and listen to the news. It's not programmed like that. And if people get out too fast and, and this stuff is still out there, it's all going to start again and everything we've done to spend is going to be available. CDC had six symptoms to the corona, corona list. Uh, now they are adding on chills, repeated shaking with chills, muscle pain, headache, sore throat, and new loss of taste. 
and uh, taste or smell. Uh, New Zealand says it's uh, won the battle against COVID-19. We have won the battle, Prime Minister Adrian said on Monday, and the country eased the, uh, the restrictions. Voting rights for hundreds of thousands of felons at stake in Florida. The trial comes uh, after Florida voters overwhelmingly overwhelmingly, uh, approved an amendment to restore voting rights to most people with a felony conviction. Uh, The state lawmakers tried to scale the law back. And uh, what, uh, you know, some of the students, what the CARES Act means for your student. All right, well, The CARES Act provides relief to many student loan borrowers during the coronavirus pandemic. And there's a lot of students that owe a lot of money. This is going to give them a break. Oh, yeah, along with your mortgage people and your credit card and car payment people, you check with them and uh, and the utilities, they have programs. They can uh, put the payments off, uh, lower the interest. You know, talk to them and they'll set you up with something. But uh, there doesn't seem to be a uh, specific shutting things down and turning things off and foreclosures and all this while this is going on. Uh, Patients are being billed for some phone chats with doctors and these phone chats used to be free. So, you know, it's like when you talk to an attorney, they might not tell you, Hey, this call is costing you. Well, with the doctors, you you have to check on that now too, because everything's uh, over the phone. Uh, Italy's prime minister announces uh, gradual easing of the COVID vaccine. Well, you know, Italy had been hit real hard. And also uh, Johnson in England, he's uh, the prime minister is uh, out of the, well, out of the hospital. uh, But he's also recommending a a caution here. Um, Despite the pandemic, India sees a drop in mortality under the lockdown. So like I said, with all this going on, there's uh there's the positive side but uh you know there's there's also that that little section in there you got to you got to kind of be careful because uh across the US state leaders they're basically grappling with challenges on when to relax social distancing restrictions that have uh kind of put covid-19 in check already this week Georgia's governor has allowed businesses such as gym, hair salons, and movie theaters to to, re, to reopen. But uh, uh, this is despite not meeting many of the White House guidelines. Uh, as the governors of other states, Tennessee, Ohio, say they will allow their stay-at-home orders to expire next week with varying degrees of social distancing required beyond that point. So, but the what. <laughs> I can't pronounce that one. Uh, the specialists in that field, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's just not coming out this morning. Uh, the virus experts uh, and other public health specialists warn against moving too fast. They note that the coronavirus is still circulating. Case could, cases could spiral up to catastrophic levels all over again unless proper measures are taken. And when you research back, and you'll see, all right, I have to end this, but uh, you'll see that it's very dangerous if you go too fast. There you go, Reith. Just trying to keep up to date on some of this stuff here. And uh, with that, we move into a commercial, I believe. Are you tired of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? 
we can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, EasyWay Business Membership. We're a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers say. We've been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work (laughs) for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. Yes, indeed. And, uh, well, Reese, uh, we have... Uh, a, a very special and unique guest with us, Samuel Morris. Uh, Samuel, in 1994, began his freshman year of high school at a new school for the arts, and also uh, st- uh, st- where, where was he at? Southwest Shakespearean. This is interesting. The Southwest Shakespearean Conservatory, working towards a degree in Shakespearean studies. Now, I studied a little bit of Shakespeare. That's that's pretty interesting. In 98, he moved to L.A not only with his diploma, but with his degree. He began his career as an actor, dance instructor, and stand-up comedian. Uh, Samuel was discovered as a writer doing stand-up and was hired to write two shows, Pizza for Six and Comedy on the Edge, a sketch comedy show. Samuel also directed and produced Comedy on the Edge, which would lead him to working with MTV to produce and direct a short documentary about comedians. That's interesting stuff, as well as uh, a short on Freeway Rick Ross. And uh, I'll tell you, his his bio is very interesting. I could read and read, but uh, we want to bring him on and find out what brought him to this career. So, uh, Sam, you on with us? I am, yeah. Can you hear me? Sam, thanks yes. for your time. Tell you, you, Hello. And we're on with uh, Betty Weiss co-star Retha Gray is on with us. Uh, Retha, Sam Morris. Great to meet hey, you, Sam. Can you just... Nice to meet you. How and, are you? Uh, Sam, you're on with, uh, we realize uh, you're probably not a baby boomer, but uh, <laughs> this is like one of Eric's Easy Way shows in slow motion. Uh, we're just, uh, we're just in the category of, uh, we, we enjoy, you know, uh, all ages, you know, because the people, younger age people really appreciate this. But you have a very interesting life. Uh, I, I couldn't even read everything. There's so much, your degrees and your uh, everything you've accomplished. What uh, what was it that kind of 
steered you towards uh, your occupation, which, you know, decided, you know, you, you went to Shakespearean studies and so on and so forth. What, did you read uh, Shakespeare when you were younger, or what, what created this interest? Sam, are you there? Uh, okay. Reith, uh sometimes, you know what it's like, uh, we can have a, a caller if they're not coming in through a certain mic set up, and we could we could lose a connection, and uh, if, if they're in certain areas. So until we get Sam back on, uh, okay, and the engineers trying to get him back on here. Uh, you know, it's it's just interesting, Reith. Like, what was it that until we get Sam back on, the occupations, the the interviews we have with people are so interesting that the backgrounds they have and and then what they what they follow through with to, to get their career going, their interesting career. What, what do you think it was in Retha Gray's case that, uh, you know, you, you didn't become a doctor or an engineer or something. What, what was it that, uh, did you, you think you got you kind of steered towards your field through your parents or what, what do you think? No, not at all. Thank God I didn't become a doctor. I would have been a doctor <laughs> if it was up to my family, but I would have been a horrible doctor. I can't stand the sight of blood. And uh, I did my first play at six, fell in love with the applause, and the rest is history. But I wasn't a Shakespearean person. I still don't get Shakespeare. I understand the bard is the bard, but uh, I don't get his work. Um, Although a lot of stories are based on his uh, premise of what makes a plot a plot, but I'm just not a Shakespearean person. So I, I well, was looking forward to are. hearing how Sam went from Shakespeare to stand-up to comedy, because that's, yeah. that's, that's a, a leap. <laughs> yeah. To say the least, yeah. Well, you know, I think there's a lot of phrases. Like, I read a little bit of Shakespeare, and you get some, there's some interesting, uh, you know, phrases that you could take with you, I, I believe he said, not a, a, neither a borrower nor a lender be, and little phrases like that. And uh, but like you say, it's oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Have we got your back. I'm back. Yeah. He also invented hey, the word elbow. Where do, <laughs> well, and listen. Okay, Sam, you'll officially fit into our Radio Boomers live show because uh, we have a lot of those during. Like I'll be hitting the mute button and talking to Retha and Retha's going, hello, is anybody there? Whoops. There's a lot of those oops in the show, but Sam, we're talking about the relationship and and your interesting studies. Uh, You had Shakespeare and everything and the transition. First of all, what, what do you think got you into that, you know, brought you to that interest and why the jump from Shakespeare into comedy and so on? What, what do you think catapulted you from into your career? My, my my entire career kind of started out as a weird amalgamation of different forms of entertainment. Um, you know, if you look at my bio, I actually, I moved to Los Angeles teaching dance. And, uh, you know, I and, I and I loved performing. And so it was, the more I would teach dance, the more I would kind of have to entertain people just as I was preparing to do my lessons and things like that and kind of finding different ways to keep people engaged. And so it became kind of a natural progression just for me to, you know, kind of get into comedy from that. And the Shakespeare thing, go ahead, please. 
the the dance situation over the years of us being in the entertainment business, that's not an easy business. It's a very tough, very grueling practice, constant practice. And then getting uh, what you call a gig to actually make money. That's, that's uh, I give those people a lot of credit. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I got, I got fired from Arthur Murray. So I had to go oh. out on my own. So. <laughs> but, well, that's uh, our generation. Teaching. We know Arthur Murray. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah, no, they, uh, they they have a very strict idea about what dance steps are. And so, you know, you can't really say, hey, it's okay. So when I started teaching at nightclubs and everything, my whole entire idea, whether it was tango or swing or salsa, was if you made a mistake, you did it on purpose. And that was always more my <laughs> philosophy when it came down to, to ballroom. <laughs> Now uh, you were hired as a uh, a talent scout for exposure. Uh, what, uh, what what is a talent scout? I mean, do you actually go to different places and you you or is it just films you'd see or you just look up unknowns yeah. and, and yeah like that? It must be interesting. Well, I've, worked as, I've, I've worked as an agent a few times. I've also had my own agency in uh, in Portland, and then I also worked for uh, Jerry Pace out here. Um, oh, and I've always kind okay. of loved the the. Yeah, I, I, I'm jack of all trades, master of maybe a couple. Um, so you you just approach people that you see might be talented in some field, or the, the looks you know might fit in, and you just approach them and. and that's that was how it kind goes. of the way it was with exposure, yeah, because they were more of a modeling agency. So you could you could okay. base things off just appearance and and, uh, and the way they hold themselves. Yeah, I. Uh, I heard a story about a talent scout was down in uh, Arkansas or somewhere in the hills and just saw this girl that stood out. And uh, and she said later on it was such a life changer from hanging out in the hills there at the bars to, you know, being uh, educated on, on, you know, manners and etiquette and so on and so forth. And when she went back, totally different person. And that mm-hmm. has to be a life changer when you spot people like that. And then yeah, you, uh, and I, I and I love training, and that's another thing. So you know, you find people, and you kind of kind of get to bring them up. And, and when they book their first job, it's really always been really rewarding. Now you, uh, I, I caught on this that you moved from LA and you moved back to Chicago, where you uh, opened a small theater yourself, uh, the No Social Life Theater. Well, yeah, isn't and that? I opened it again in Portland as well. The, the the No Social Life Theater Company. Well, that's something that would be interesting today, right? <laughs> the No Social <laughs> well, Life. It's that, kind of well, we all have one of those now. You you, you, uh, <laughs> you saw the future. <laughs> I, I didn't mean so, to be that prophetic. Uh, I when I opened <laughs> it, the reason we we called it No Social Life because we actually uh, we did two productions a night, and we didn't take breaks. So there was there was no break. So what we would do is we'd do two productions uh, a night. We'd do one at you know five, and then we'd do another one at eight, and we'd do them back to back because it was a black box theater, real simple, you know, props and everything like that. And then what we would also what we would do the second month is uh, we would actually train for the next show at three o'clock, and then put another show on. So nobody nobody really had a social life. We'd just do theater. And then, you know, everybody would go to the bar improv? after. Was it improv it. or were you doing stage productions? 
Well, I was uh, writing original stage productions for the for the show. So we did, oh, uh, wow. did knockoffs on Shakespeare, and uh, I, I, at the time I was writing the plays in iambic pentameter and kind of playing with that entire idea as well. People uh, people overlook and sometimes find it kind of mundane or boring the Shakespeare scenario, but when you study a little bit of it, it's kind of interesting. Study his life and some of his uh, sayings and all. Well, I just got a hit on Chicago real quick. How long were you in Chicago? Uh, uh, two years, four years. Three or four years. Four years, years yeah. yeah. What what did you think of Chicago? I loved Chicago. I would uh if it had the same film opportunity, that's where I would be, except LA's LA's where the film is. Interesting town. I'm we're an old Chicago family. We go back to the eighteen hundreds uh family. Do you remember uh do you remember a world book encyclopedia and and the yes. uh the Marshall the field company? Marshall Field? I don't remember Marshall Field, but I do remember the book. Okay, Mar- the field company. Uh, all right, well, Mar- my uncle was the uh, – he founded uh, World Book Encyclopedia, uh, George Hayes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pretty interesting. Huh? Very cool. So, uh, all right, so I, just let's touch here real quick. You uh, you got in touch with Eric. Uh, what's your experience? Uh, you came across the Easy Way, Eric's Easy Way uh, media situation. How's it going? Yeah, with that? well, it's been going great. Um, I got uh, I got in touch with Eric through uh, Freddie Krepisman introduced me to Denise, who introduced me to Eric, and uh, I've been uh, working with shows and doing different things, and just getting a chance to to do more writing and producing, which is what I love to do. So it's been it's been a great experience. And you get to get to uh, check out the uh, Wall of Fame. That's uh... <laughs> getting pretty interesting there this is it's it's a new age you know from your your comedy and and everything you've done years ago and uh are you a transitioning pretty well with the uh, media age uh uh yeah you kind of kind of have to and luckily uh you know my whole entire career whether it was you know working with mtv or you know working with uh anything it kind of put me having to to write direct produce edit sometimes which is my least favorite (laughs) So, but uh, Edit, editing does, is tedious. It, it it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, you know, I I, I prefer to I prefer to outsource the editing. <laughs> but no, well, I, the I, thing I love is, the if fact you're a good I, director, if you're a good director, it's easy to edit it stuff together because it makes sense and you can hand it over to somebody. But it's kind of dangerous oh, yeah. as a director to hand over your project and you get it back and it's like, what is this? Well, when we made the film Clowns, uh, we actually went through about, I think, well over, what, probably well over about ten full days of footage, just because I'm more of a, I was a back to one director back then, which basically means uh-huh. you go back to one and you don't cut the camera, you just everybody resets and. Uh, I finally had my my editor come up to me, and he practically with tears in his eyes. He was like, "Just yell, cut, please." <laughs> so <laughs> we found a new ground, and I kind of had to to reshift my directing style from there. <laughs> yeah, you started your uh, your own talent agency, Snap. It uh, worked out pretty good. Uh, you just liked the name, and it, it took off from there. Uh, well, the, the the name's been the name of my production company and my advertising company. I just kind of keep it for everything I do. So when we started the Snap Management and Talent, 
and then later the SNAP Talent Agency. In Oregon, we went with, I only got funding for $1,000. I asked for 10 they they gave me one. And uh, we used that to get an office and started getting clients in right away. And I was fortunate enough to have enough connections to where I was able to get people booked pretty quickly. And then we just grew from there into camera rental. And I ended up renting studio space and giving my actors access to studio space and camera equipment. And so we were able to, you know, build from there. And then and Snap we started was, getting uh, people's attention. Snap was hired to produce and direct the musical film Clowns, DC. I heard of that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, yeah. And uh, what you, you choreographed twenty-five songs for the film. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, and it was a it was the most bizarre musical ever. It was actually still to this day one of the funnest projects I've ever worked on. Sounds. But, uh, yeah. It. it the script wasn't great when we got it and we kept kind of, kind of trying to find ways to do it. So we ended up adding animation and all kinds of weird aspects to it. Um, and uh, so it just kind of became this, this bizarre film yeah. kind of, but uh, yeah, I mean, when I got the music, the producer, we literally had everything from, go ahead. I'm sorry. The producer was excited about the final edit, edit about it, you know, with the film and, uh, then financed fake news and fake news uh, starred uh, Robert, uh, Eric Roberts, Sophia Milos, John Savage, and more, more people in it. Yeah. Uh, it also it was, had uh, Marty Cove from uh, Cobra Kai. And uh, yeah, the, the cast was, was kind of became more impressive all the time. We had Blanca Blanco in it. Um, so it just, people kind of grew because Blanca Blanco was dating and well is dating John Savage. So, you know, when, he kind of called her and said, this script's really cool. And she jumped on and did yeah. a cameo. So we kind of just kept stuff. building. No, no, I guess it was sold to Easy Way and She TV and will be uh, the first movie released uh, within the, uh, with the network. Yeah. We're just finalizing some details right now. So that'll be a lot of fun. What was it like so when you. What's going uh, on in Sam's world now? What are you doing now? Sam, yeah. That is, that's exciting. What's, uh well I'm I'm writing a uh I'm writing two new scripts right now. Uh one kind of you know no no one really knew what a pandemic was looking like right now. Um yeah. so we're uh you know I I'm writing a script called 350 million masks which is kind of setting setting a slightly worse pandemic than we have and uh you know it's just kind of looking around at the world and what it really looks like now that this is happening and, and using that information to write something new. And then, uh, you know, we're, uh, Denise and I are going to be working on some projects together and I'm playing with a show right now that I'm still trying to kind of work out the kinks called the quarantine show, which is me and another person in my building that uh, <laughs> I'm quarantined with that we're just kind of, uh, we're playing with the idea of, you know, answering different questions from a hat and trying to just add some comedy elements and things like that too. Well, you're uh, you're writing and directing uh, for Easy Way. We, we appreciate you coming on here and with us and becoming part of the family. And uh, it's an honor work with yeah with Denise uh, Brickhart. She's she's an uh, she's an amazing person. We have a great team, and and Denise is you know she's uh, so it's it's like the knowledge of what's going on. It's really beneficial to have people like that around. And 
despite the pandemic, you're still helping to create content the easy way, right? Writing uh, that's correct. New films and everything. So we, we appreciate you coming out. What what was it like when you said, "Hey, I want to try a little comedy"? Was uh, you, you remember your first experience, real quick? Was that? Uh, uh, I did. Uh, my first time I actually did comedy, I was I was still in Arizona, and you know people would, were hearing me doing my dance lessons and everything, and they were like, "Oh, you should go and do comedy." And so I, I wrote a seven minute routine and bombed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, you know, after a while, you kind of you kind of just refresh it and refresh your material, and you know now I can now I can go up on stage and I uh, you know I don't really need to set a script so much you know i got I'm, i've gotten good enough to where i can just kind of go on and make people laugh and yeah sometimes they pay me to do it i was gonna say a, a comedian has to have a little talent like a freestyler you have to be able to have that off the cuff quick wit i think they're they're quick-witted people to be a comedian you know it's uh i mean you know they're, you got some successful people in the field like uh bob hope and uh the list goes on and on with people that were in comedy and people love that but we want to thank you for coming on. We got to move on here, but uh, I, there's so many questions. And then I ask you questions about what happened in Chicago and that, but uh, we appreciate your time here because we know you're a busy guy and you're coming in with the easy way. I think you'll enjoy your experience uh, with what Eric's created here. It's, it's pretty interesting in this new age and stay safe out there uh, with all this stuff going on. I guess keep your mask on and, Listen to our reports. I'm going to give some good tips today on all that stuff. But uh, that let's good. have you back again, Sam, and uh, look forward to meeting you in person someday when that can happen. <laughs> when they open up the doors. <laughs> <Gotcha. laughs> nice right, to meet you. Yeah. And... <laughs> nice to meet you as well. You have a great day. All right. You and with too. that, uh, we're looking at a commercial in Carmelita's Corner. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Good morning or good afternoon, wherever you happen to be. This is your local host, Carmelita, and I have some wonderful guests coming on the air today. 
One of them is local, and the other one's coming in from Nashville, Tennessee. How about that? Uh, They call themselves Poppy Iris, which is an American romantic country duo, and um, that is composed of my friend Dee Dee O'Malley, a very talented, beautiful actress, singer, songwriter, and all of that, and uh, her partner, who is from Nashville, Tennessee, very handsome Michael Lusk. And the two of them have started something that is really, really moving up the charts there, uh, which is now in a number one spot on one of the charts. Uh, Both of them have backed some of the greatest names in country music. We're talking about folks like Willie Nelson, Kenny Rogers, uh, Marlena McBride, Leanne Rimes, Chris Cagle, and uh, so many, many more. And without any further to do, let me introduce to you Dee Dee O'Malley and Mike Luss. Hello. Hey, hey there. Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Thanks yes, for the beautiful indeed. introduction. Yes, and, and I'm glad to have you back, Dee Dee, and... Uh, I can't wait to hear your your new song, Greener Where You Are. I think it's very timely. Can you tell the audience uh, what prompted you to use that title and why it is so significant? Well, it's funny because we were listening in on Sam, and uh, he was saying that he didn't mean to be so prophetic or, uh, you know, um, kind of telling of the future with his Uh, shows that he's writing but we didn't really realize when we shot the video how timely it was going to be for people to hear that being in their own backyard would be something that they should admire and love and embrace because they're going to be there for a while (laughs) yeah we we had no idea did we (laughs) no (laughs) Oh, if you don't laugh, you'll cry, I'm telling you. But, yeah, we it was a pretty magical um, thing that happened. Mike came out for the video shoot about a day before the quarantine went in pretty solid, and he just made it back in the nick of time, right, Mike? I did, yeah. Yeah, The uh, in fact, the, the flight on my way back to Nashville – was I think the first flight I've been on in decades that's only had about 15 people on it. And, wow. Uh, but but my family was glad to have me back home so I can walk the dog and do the grocery shopping and mow the grass, all that fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've been doing a lot of since since the since the we've all been staying at home. Yeah, it yes. was it was I'll tell you what what was so amazing and I I keep telling this story cuz it was so crazy. We um we almost didn't shoot. It was raining pretty much nonstop the whole time Mike was out here and we just decided to throw caution to the wind and rain and jump in the car and go up to these poppy fields. Um and uh, see what we could make happen. And the whole way up the mountain, it was raining. And when we got there, it stopped. 
and the sky was clear for about three hours. We filmed, and when the director said, that's a wrap, we jumped in the car, and it started raining again. All, yeah, all and, and rained the, the whole way back. Yeah. <laughs> now, that is It was amazing. like God just opened up the sky for us for those three hours because he knew that we needed that space to create you know it was it's pretty magical what happened and it, it's one of those things that if if you don't believe in god you definitely would after that yeah <laughs> yes indeed. and also it was it was also about 40 degrees outside uh out there in the beautiful desert and uh <laughs> of course the the video is only about three and a half minutes long Didi was barefoot for about three hours in 40 degree <laughs> weather and i got i have to say She's, she's, she's much more of a trooper than I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I had a and I had a broken toe. I don't I didn't. Oh mean, no! I don't even think I told else. you that. <laughs> I had oh broke my, my toe the, I think two mm. days before that. So, but we were laughing so hard. I my t- my toe is numb from the cold, and so it <laughs> actually worked to my benefit. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. My gosh. Well, that sounds like a story in itself. But listen, guys, I have some uh, great news. Um, Just before we get ready to hear your wonderful piece, which, as I mentioned, uh, is moving on up the charts, and you already have number one with another title. That's actually another song. That's another song called Ain't No Secret. But Greener Where You Are has only been up on – social media for three weeks and it's already um, heading towards 150,000 views. So that's really nice. Yeah. Don't you think? (laughs) Yeah. We're loving it. And that, that we'll release that one on the radio today with you. That's really exciting. Well, we're going to give it a listen. And then there's a young lady who um, I'm expecting to come on the line and I'll tell you who she is as soon as we hear your song. So let's hear, yeah, let's hear uh, Greener Where You Are. Beautiful. (laughs) Couples falling in and out of love. Searching for somebody new the moment things get tough. They're bothering to figure out. What went wrong or what love's all about There's no need to travel far and wide My whole world is right here in your eyes The grass is greener where you are We lose the moon while counting all the stars Search was over when I saw your face. 
like a sister to me. Her name is Audrey Angel Sherborne, and she's representing Little Richard today, her boyfriend of 60-plus years. Wow. And uh, wow. We, we, we wanted to uh, try to get Little Richard in on the action, but we weren't able to get a hold of him, but I couldn't have thought of a better person to represent him than his girlfriend. And he wrote about her. In his book, if you read his autobiography, you will see her photograph, and he describes her as his spitfire girlfriend. And when you see that photograph, you'll see why. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for coming on the on the air, Angel. How are you doing? How did you like that beautiful greener than the the, the where you are? I love it. Ah, uh, thank you. Thank Very you. Beautiful. How are you how are you liking our weather in, out here in Nashville today? It's beautiful, isn't it? Well, unfortunately, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> out here in Nashville. But but but, but no, Richard, Richard, Richard is, is in Nashville, but I'm in Los Angeles. He's in Nashville. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're the perfect guest to be on with us because we're we go back and forth all the time. That's so funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I love well, it. Well, uh, she, Angel was telling me that, you know, Richard has a favorite place that he likes to hang out in Nashville and hoping that, Mike, you'll, you'll hook up with him one day. I'd love to. That'd be great. Actually, where is it? Where is his favorite place to hang out? Uh, well, well, over the, over, over the um, radio, I'd rather not say. But yeah, we better we better share that privately. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. That makes sense. But I'm surprised you haven't seen him in Nashville. I have seen him. Actually, the last place I saw him, we he and I Don't have the same. Don't say it. Might axe. be the place. It might be the place. No, we we have we have the same. 
we have the same CPA that does our taxes, and that's the last time I saw him. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, what uh huh. small what okay. a small world. Yeah. My husband actually worked on a cartoon starring Little Richie. Yeah. What cartoon was that? Honey, what cartoon was it? Mike? <laughs> what cartoon was it? Do do we have Mike? It was a cartoon like you're about off somewhere. Little Richard, and he met with him, and it was for Gunther Wall Productions. <laughs> My my husband does a, a lot of animation and stuff um, for uh, the studios. So he had met with Lee Gunther from Gunther Wall Productions about this show with Little Richard. I don't know whatever came of it, but it, uh, just a little little anecdote I wanted to throw in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, Angel, when you I've were talking been a Richard, to huh, I've been a Richard since I was 16 years old. And wow. I just had a huge 12th of January. Yeah, yeah, she just had a big birthday. <laughs> big birthday. Oh, wow. happy huge birthday. birthday. <laughs> I'm sorry. Congratulations. That's great. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I thank God for every day that I live, that I wake up in the morning. Yeah. That's That's the right attitude. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. And, uh, Angel, you were telling me um, the other day that there is a like a walk of fame in Nashville and that little Richard has a star there, too. Oh, the Country and Western Museum. Yeah. Yep, and, and my old boss has one there as well. Loretta Lynn's my boss for, for 20 years. Who was your oh, Loretta Lynn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard of her, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I would think so. But listen, you know, I, I wish we could keep this party going, but I have to keep one eye on the clock. And I want to make sure that everybody knows how they can get your music. I know that you have a website, um, com. That's that right. the best way? Yeah, poppyirismusic.com if you go to um – uh, yeah, there's, you know, you can go and buy our, our music on our website. You can just, it'll take you to many different social media outlets where you can download music and uh, listen on Spotify or wherever you want. But everything's up there. Um, but, you know, you can kind of take a tour of the website and see what we're up to. Well, listen, I want to thank you both for coming on, and I want to thank, thank uh, my, my friend of many years, Audrey Angel Sherborne, uh, who also happens to be a breast cancer survivor. I've never had it, fortunately, but I have found in an organization as a living memorial for my mother, um, the Rose Breast Cancer Society. So, uh, um, Angel has been a loyal member for how many years, Angel? I mean, Since day one. <laughs> Just about, yes. So anyway. Carmelita, um, you're amazing. Carmelita actually played me a song that she wrote um, when uh, she almost got signed to Motown, and it was such a good song. I told her she should re-release it. It's a, it she plays a Mrs. C. Pittman, I think, 
Missy Rappin Pittman, the rapping school teacher. <laughs> the rapping school teacher, and she's rapping to these kids, and they're like, "Yes, Miss Pittman, and it's the funniest <laughs> rap." And mm-hmm. I think she should re-release it because you know and you're she's always got a beautiful that, voice. Yeah, and she's always she's always validating everyone around her and making everyone feel so great. And she's like this ball of amazing talent as well. So I just wanted to say thank you for what you do for artists. And um, I think you should put that song back. (laughs) Well, you never know. I've got so many different irons in the pots on the fire. Uh, Right now I'm just wrapping up a video that I'm producing on a Romanian artist who is uh, just an amazing artist. And a lot of my music, my original music is, is in the video. So it's just a moment, a matter of time and uh, wow. everybody will be able to hear that. That's the, the latest. But but well, I want to thank you both coming for coming we'll on. Watch, and we'll watch. And, and Kamalita, <laughs> you didn't tell them that I'm a dancer and I dance around the world. Absolutely. And she uh, opened for Little Richard. I mean, she was uh, and part of his. Did. Yes. Wow. That's right. That's right. If she's that's in the amazing. book, you've got to read his autobiography by Little Richard, and you'll see. Uh, Charles White is the person who who put it uh, in you know in book form, but Little Richard actually dictated the information about it. And and Angel, you always make me laugh because you said you read things in that book about yourself that you didn't know about. It's, it was I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, All I can say about that is don't believe everything you read in books. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, listen, folks, I hate to say goodbye, but it's time to get on our horse and ride off in the sunset. Thank you nice for having us on, Thank you so much. Thank you for being guests, and if you're all in, of you. In Los Angeles, maybe I'll get a chance to meet you. Beautiful. Yeah. Take care, everybody. We look forward to that. And I love your song. Look forward to seeing you. Beautiful Thank music. You so much. As well. And, Kamalita, I will speak with you. Later. Okie doke. <laughs> I love everybody. Especially God. Smartphone. Cell phone. Bye-bye. PC. Mac. Tablet. iPad. That's right. It's tech time. Well, I've been talking to some of my friends, and they're complaining of cabin fever. They've just been locked up too long. But you know what? There's things that we can do that are fun things that are healthy, and I'm just going to give you a few tips on how you can go on the Internet and get some tips on what to do. First of all, stress relief. Now, the first thing that you need to do for stress relief is to turn off that television, listening to all that bad doom and gloom news. Just, and I, I never tell people to turn off anything electronic, but this is time. Turn it off for a little while. And maybe do some stress relief. Go onto your uh, tablet or your computer, even on your phone, and just Google, look up, just Google stress relief. It's amazing how much free information there is. And especially right now, people want to let you know about their services so when they can come back to work that you'll sign up with them. So a lot of people are offering a lot of free stuff. So Google stress relief 
you'll see sites that tell you like 16 simple ways to relieve stress and anxiety. A quick stress release, how to reduce stress, 10 relaxation techniques to reduce stress. There's all kinds of things on there. And most of them are very simple. Us baby boomers want to keep it simple. We don't want to do any of these, you know, yoga positions like downward dog. I tried that. I couldn't even get up. But there's so many things. Some you can do in a chair. Some you can do on the floor. Some you can do standing up. Just Google it. And it's all free. So you can say, oh, I don't know how to relieve stress. All you have to do is Google it. Also, exercise. Most of us at this age, we really aren't into doing any exercise. And I know a lot of young people that aren't even into doing exercise, especially now that we're in the house. We need to exercise to keep those juices flowing, keep those muscles fluid and stretched. Again, just go on your computer or your phone. Google exercise. They are giving away free, like, 21-day courses or four-day courses or five-minute basic exercises. Just Google it, and you can find all kinds of ways to stay in shape. You don't have to go outside to do them because in L.A. it's been pretty hot. You can do them right inside your house. Most of them are very simple, and it's good for you. You know, they used to say milk does the body good. Well, exercise really does do a body good. Um, Then uh, the other thing that I've discovered you can Google is uh, grocery services, grocery delivery services from local stores. So if you don't want to go out to the store, you just make up your list, Google one of these grocery services, or even look up your local market and see which service they use. Most of them, you get the first one or two free, maybe even a week's worth free, and then you do have to start paying for it. But you can try it out. Uh, where I am, the lines sometimes are kind of long to get into the store because of the social distancing. And I don't like standing in the line that's wrapped around the outside of the store. So this is a g- great way. I don't think there's a limit of what you can order. There's no touching. You pay for it on the phone. They bring the groceries. They set them on your porch. You don't have to uh, lug them from the car, but you do have to lug them into the house. They won't deliver them inside the house. But they they buy what you tell them to buy. If that's not available, they'll text you or call you, and they'll uh, substitute what you want to substitute. And you don't pay the final amount until they see what they actually deliver to you. So those are some things that you can do while you're stuck in the house. Even going over a shopping list to call up the stores is kind of exciting and definitely gets you organized and you don't buy that other stuff that you don't really need just because you're hungry. So Google. You can Google stress relief. You can Google exercise. 
and you can even Google on how to have your food delivered directly to your front door. So that's my tech time today. Jim, tell us about your gym today. Okay, baby okay, boomers, baby it's boomers. time it's for Jim from Jim. There we Jim, go. Did you forget? Okay. I was going to say, did you not <laughs> unmute yourself? Oh, my God, I'm pushing the... <laughs> goofy mute button again and it was on a small square and it wasn't working and I'm thinking oh here I go again so it's all part of the Radio Boomers live show but you know Rita had some good points there and guys remember there's a million things now another door you can open up and this isn't part of my job I just want to throw this in there another door you can open up is the gaming door and it doesn't mean you have to sit there and just play these high tech strategy games there's all kinds of stuff you can do that's fun uh, look up, you know, like Rita said, you go online and you look up memory games. There's strategy games. There's uh, all kinds of games that can help you stay sharp with your memory. Uh, as far as exercise, there's exercise uh, situations that you can go on. And, and there's one called Dance Revolution that Eric likes. And, boy, that keeps you in shape. You know, you, it shows you two dance steps. You need to do the two. Then it goes to three. And then you try to remember them all. And then there's, you know, you got chess and checkers and a, and a thousand games. And plus you could play them with other people, you know, and there's sports. You could play sports games. You could play pool or ping pong or whatever. And even if you're alone, you could uh, tune in with, uh, with somebody else in another city, state, whatever, even around the world. Okay. Taking a breath here. So with that, I'm, uh, I'm trying. We try to keep it fun and positive, but uh, I'm going to stick to a little reality here and awareness and being safe with this COVID thing. So, this is what a uh, a member of the Stanford Hospital Board said. This is their feedback down the coronavirus. So, you can uh, I'll tell to you. You can always come back and listen to this on our archive shows because we got all our shows. Radio Boomers Live. And you can go to the uh, to the Easy Way broadcast and network and and see all the different shows that we have and that Eric has on there. It's really getting so interesting. But for Radio Boomers Live, all the stuff about real estate and health and the the top notch people we've had on the show, it's all there. Just scroll down, pick a show. But as far as the uh, uh, you know, we had uh, for the Stanford Hospital Board advice here. I'm going to give you a few tips. The new coronavirus may not show uh, may not show a sign of infection for many days. How can one know if he or she is infected? By the time they have fever and a cough and to go to the hospital, the lung is usually 50% fibrosis, and it could be a little bit late. Uh, Taiwan experts provide a simple self-check that we can do every morning, okay, Take a deep breath and hold your breath for more than 10 seconds. If you, if you complete it successfully without coughing, without discomfort, stiffness, or tightness, etc., it proves there is no fibrosis in the lungs, basically indicating no infection. In critical time, please self-check every morning in an environment with clean air. Serious, excellent advice by Japanese doctors and treating the COVID-19 uh, COVID cases. 
Okay. Everyone should ensure your mouth and throat are moist, never dry. Take a few sips of water every 15 minutes at least. And this is good stuff. Listen. Why? Even if the virus gets into your mouth, drinking water or other liquids will wash them down to your throat and then into the stomach. Once there, your stomach acid will kill the virus. How about that for a good tip? If you don't drink enough water more regularly, the virus can enter your windpipe and then into your lungs. That's very dangerous. Uh, you know, share this stuff. This is good stuff. Uh, so now here's some important uh, coronavirus announcements here. If you have a runny nose and sputum, you have a common cold. Coronavirus pneumonia is a dry cough with no runny nose. This new virus is not heat resistant and will be killed by, by temperatures. It hates the sun. If anyone sneezes, uh, you know, you're in an area coughing or sneezing. I, I ran into that at, at a grocery store one time, and I left, went to the other side of the store. It takes about 10 feet before it drops to the ground, and there's no longer airborne. If it drops on a metal surface, it will live for at least 12 hours. So if you come in contact with any metal surfaces, wash your hands as soon as you can with a, uh, with a bacterial soap. On fabric, and can, it can survive 6 to 12 hours. Normally, uh, laundry ter- detergent will kill it. Drinking warm water is effective for all viruses. Try not drinking uh, liquids with ice. Uh, I heard it's good. You can gargle with salt, uh, warm salt water, too. Wash your hands frequently as the virus can only live on your hands for 10 to 15 minutes, but a lot can happen during that time, i.e. touching your eyes and nose and so on and so forth. So you go out to the store and you're touching things. Try not to touch your face. Uh, You should also gargle with a, as a prevention, a storm. Here's the one I said before, a simple solution of salt and warm salt water will suffice. Uh, Can't emphasize enough. Drink plenty of water. Okay, the symptoms it will first infect the throat, so you'll have a sore throat lasting uh, about three to four days. The virus then blends into the nasal fluid that enters the trachea and then the lungs, causing pneumonia. This takes about five or six days further. With the pneumonia comes high fever and difficulty in breathing. The nasal congestion is not like that normal kind. Uh, you feel like you're drowning. It's imperative that you then seek medical attention. So there's a couple tips for you, and, uh, you know, review it in the show. So, Rifa, there you go. A couple tips on uh, what's going on. The Center for Disease Control uh, noted that patients typically see symptoms within 2 to 14 days following exposure to the virus. Uh, immediate medical attention is vice when experiencing trouble breathing, persistent uh, pain, or pressure in the chest also. So there you go, guys. And uh, we try to keep you informed on what's going on. And we don't want to overwhelm you with this corona stuff, but we just try to keep you up to date on everything that's going on and uh, give you the latest tips on staying healthy. And remember, at home, uh you can go over your services, but you remember little things like the washer and the dryer, where you open it, where you turn the dials, your stove, uh, cabinets, uh, go over them with a, uh, a solution, a Lysol solution or whatever it is that you find that kills these germs. And with that, we're going to go into our uh, podcast party situation here. If we're going to see if we can put that together. Uh, 
We have possibly CeCe Pappas, uh, Patty Godfrey Sadler, our, uh, our publisher, uh, Samuel Morris. We know Samuel Morris. And Denise, uh, Denise Belay Brookhart uh, with our president of our Easy Way TV section. Now, let's see. Who do we got on with us? Or Aretha, you still on with us. Okay, Angelique, is that you? No, it's C. Pappas. Good morning. Ah, C. Pappas, how are you? Thanks for jumping on. So if nobody else comes on, we can have fun talking about all this fun stuff. I'm back. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. hope that reconciliation is working. <laughs> I'm on. Yeah. I'm on, Mr. Zuli. Hello, Denise. Denise is our technical wizard with our television and all our contacts. Oh, Denise, you're amazing. Oh, Thank my God. Eric has been keeping me so busy with all this new technology. He is just <laughs> a, a media mogul. I'm telling you, what he has up so, his sleeve, everyone is going to want. Well, so we got well, Denise Pappas busy right now too. Denise Samuel Morris is on with us. Okay, Samuel, thanks for jumping on, and uh, and taking a little bit more of your day away from me here. But uh, we we just have our little podcast party to get together and talk about what's going on. And you guys heard our our uh, interview with with Samuel, which was interesting. He's uh, studied uh, in college. He he's got. Uh, Shakespeare behind him, and then he went into the world of comedy, and oh, this, this is really interesting stuff. And we're going to have to talk again off air because I, I want to touch base with what it was like in Chicago for him. And guys, what uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll just be honest with you. Uh, it's like God put His hand on top of the world and totally slowed it down, and and it's, it's time to stop and smell the roses and. We're, we're, our prayers are going out for everybody that's sick and has passed away from the virus. It's a ter- terrible thing. And when you look back in history, it's, we've had some rough times in the world with this. And But, you know, it, 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 it makes you, you know, err on the side of caution now. And events are now being online, and eventually they'll open up. But how is it going to affect you guys? Uh, now, the state is starting to open up some of the doors. So Samuel's getting out there. Uh, Patty and uh, Cece, I don't know about you, but I know Denise, a lot of us work from home and do a lot of this stuff online and that. But like Sam, we'll start with you. You're, you're an out and about guy. You're all over the place. What do you, how do you think it's going to affect you? Uh, well, a little bit I mean, more right caution, now I'm, right? I'm, not, I'm, I'm not so much going out as I'm just trying to network more on the phone and do those kinds of things. You know, the people that I work yeah. with are people that are in my building, you know, um, you know, I tried. Uh, I went to something last night. It was a, it was an event where everybody had to stay six feet away. It was kind of a smaller party where there was less than ten people. You know, yeah. and that was just. I think everybody kind of needs to do something for their sanity. I mean, you say it's a time to stop and smell the roses, but now you got to wash your hands after. So it's kind yeah. of an, it's kind of an interesting <laughs> yeah, exactly. time where. Go ahead. So Sam, you know, okay, so. Here's Sam out there, and he's watching TV, and he finds out that hey, the doors are open, guys. So how isn't you're going to be a little bit more cautious, though, aren't you, when you go out? I mean, oh yeah, I mean you you have to be, especially because I mean we don't with the doors open and we don't have a vaccine yet. It's going to be a really weird thing to if everybody rushes out, we're going to get sick again. You know, we gotta everybody's yep, exactly. got to have a little bit more caution with this. Yep. 
Yeah, we got to be a little more. All right, Cece, what about you? Uh, we got Cece Pappas on with us. What, are, are you mostly uh, at home uh, on the computer person, or does your what you do you're normally out and about too? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, Cece, what uh, is this going to affect you when they open up? Are you up on? The are you on, Mom? Are you on the? No, hold on. Here she is. Hold on. Okay. Hey. Good morning. Okay. No, we're just going to ask you now. When when they open up the doors and they say, "Okay, everything's back to normal," I've I've said the coronavirus doesn't listen to the news and it just doesn't sing. So when they say, "Hey, things are pretty safe," how is that going to affect you as far as going out? You're going to err a little bit on the side of caution too, right? Everyone uh, at this point in time uh, is it, it's recognizable. We all put if we can put on. Gloves, we do when we go to the stores, the the uh, social, the distancing. You see it with all the little spots, how they have you stand in line that way, and you put on your masks, whatever, you know. Yeah. The bottom line is <clears throat> this, this coronavirus has been prophesied to come, and as you can see, I think that this, uh, God's giving us a message, but I don't believe that this message is, is for death, like the Black Plague, how it took out a third of Europe. He's not taking out a third of the world. Or, or Europe. He's he's trying to get us to get get ourselves together, I think, and reconcile with each other and try and find the humanity in each other. This is what I feel this coronavirus is doing. It's it's uh it's weeding it out and trying to get rid of some of the dross. And you'd be surprised how much we're finding out now that everybody's gotta go into their own chambers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's what, it, well, I, I go along with that. We are going to start getting out and, uh, you know, everybody, it's like you could see everybody like opening the door and peeking around, you know, like uh, the movies we've seen that, okay, I think the smoke is gone. Let's start getting out there. And it's going to be caution. I'm starting to see restaurants kind of open, you know, they're, you, 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 it's takeout stuff like uh, whatever. Yeah, I think we and, should remain uh, that way too. Remain that way, but if we're not mindful, this will come back to bite us. We oh, can't be yeah, too yeah. quick about this oh, because we, yeah, if you take a look at the map, there are so many yeah. spots out there that are that are uh, that are sore. They're sore oh, right yeah. now. They're on fire. So the, uh, we, we'll, the we'll get through it. Statistics are not good when they open up the door. People go out and celebrate. They had some articles about that. And hey, it's yeah. over. This was a long time ago. And boy, they got hit ten times as bad afterwards. And then there right, goes man. all the work and money that was spent from the economy. And you're starting over. Oh man, this is not going to be good. So Denise, we don't want to shoot the, ourselves in the foot. No, exactly. Yeah. So what, Denise? Uh, what What do you think, Denise? What What's your uh, thought going to be on this? Pretty much the same. You're going to err on the no, side of caution. No, I'm I'm very concerned for our seniors. Um, we have too much knowledge to lose, and they are of the vulnerable and, and out of everyone besides people that have asthma and other, you know, um, lung issues. But my concern is our seniors. Again, you know, I live in Arizona where we have a snowbird population, and the majority of the people here in the wintertime are seniors. And, you know, thanks to this pandemic and everybody staying inside, we've lost less people to the flu than we ever have. And we have, you know, preserved our grandparents. Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to lose grandma and grandpa. I don't want to lose, you know, I I don't want to lose that knowledge. And if it takes staying home 
and eating ramen noodle soup if we have to to save lives until we figure out this in a better way, let's do it. You know, um, we have to start helping each other and making sure that each one of us um, has food, that we have things that we need. More bartering needs to be going on between the neighbors. I mean, we can get through this. This is a war against, you know, um, the weak. And, and I don't think that, you know, that, that we should just go back out and sit at the movies and then go to our grandparents' house and, and get them sick. I don't think it's we'll safe. Get a hold of, we'll get a hold of Lori Sosa for the barter. <laughs> That's uh, right. Lori's great. She's got that on lot. Yeah. Like, uh, bartering, <laughs> from cut, bartering from cutting your neighbor's grass to uh, oil companies bartering, uh, you know, it goes from – both ends of the spectrum, but well, it's it's, uh, it's really great because it's bringing us into the virtual world now. Everyone's learning how to communicate through their computers. You know, I mean, now that we're staying home, there's less pollution out. The animals are growing. The the seas are cleaning up. The skies are cleaning up. I mean, it's incredible. And if we all just learned how to sit still for a while, and you know, use the technology that we have to to, uh, you know, make a new media, so to say, and a, and a new world, like Risa's saying. It's going to be the same but different, and and we oh, need yeah. to protect ourselves. But but and, uh, C wants to say something. C. Pappas wants to say something. Okay. Yeah, on the wild side of that, I, I do believe that the reason why all of and, – and just think about it, okay, and close your mouth because I'm going to tell it to you. <laughs> But I do believe that this virus has come down and it's allowed us to understand how important it is with uh, our media, to use our media. And as we use our media and become savvy, it's going to increase. And as it increases, now, as you know, my show is the book that Jesus read. We have the Messiah coming. And according to the creation calendar, we don't have more than, ooh, nine years, about 2030. So we will be savvy when he gets online and tells us all. And Joseph comes before that, and we are really in for a nice reconciliation, lest the Messiah kill us all. But this is what we're in for. This is why I believe this, this is one of the many reasons why this coronavirus is here. It's to help us. It's another tool. And, you know, I think it's going to also help uh, the uh, Goodwill uh, Industries. Anybody catch that one? Everybody's home. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, Looking that's for wonderful. To do, right? What you're doing? You're cleaning out your closets. So uh, anyway, uh, no, I. It's putting I people to work, though. Like, you know that it's sorry, able guys. to be open. I don't know. Have any of you noticed that? Well, of course you're busy at home with your computer stuff, but have any of you noticed at all that you have a little extra time at home and you can get chores done, but they're not getting done. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I have all this time. It's taken me 10 times as long to do one thing. Maybe that's because I think I have so many months at home. And remember, guys, we're uh, like Denise and I were talking about the barter. Uh, uh, you know, with Lori Sosa, the uh, easy way barter is uh, is coming about. And uh, and I'll tell you, this is a big picture, right, Denise, with the barter? It You're really is. Bartering anything. I, I had no idea this was such a you know, broad spectrum of bartering. I mean, from gentle to uh, whatever your situation is. Well, I think is. that's going to change because, you know, like you said, Big things time. are things are changing and people are going to use service for service when the money runs out, so to say, with certain people. 
So if you're able to clean houses, you know what I mean? <laughs> you can barter to, you know, clean somebody's house for food. I mean, it, it, yep. it might come down to that, but, you know, um, uh, on a higher level, if, if, if we can make money on a higher level and then do our charities, that's the main focus. I mean, Eric and, uh, and I have been able to give away, you know, so much charity in the past three years that it's helped so many foundations, and they're able to help other people that we want to continue doing that. And remember, if you're on the Easy Way Wall of Fame, you got access to the barter system. So what can we barter with Samuel to get him to do a little comedy skit for us? And Sam, let's put you <laughs> on the spot here. You're, you're into comedy. Uh, Denise and I were throwing around some jokes, and... Uh, uh, I have a really clever one. It's kind of a true story, but I think it would take too long. Can you hit us with uh, something? Hit us with something funny to kind of brighten up, because I, I had to hit you guys with so many Corona's report, Corona reports. Uh, see if you could brighten up the day with us. What do you got that you can kind of? <laughs> this is really putting you on the spot, but <laughs> yeah, no, thanks a lot. That was uh, it's great. Um, <laughs> I got one. No, I got one. I was at at a friend's house the other day, and and she got two new dogs. And I asked her what their names were, and she replied, you know, one of them's Rolex and one of them's Timex. And I said, you know, who ever heard of naming dogs like that? And she says to me, hello, they're watchdogs. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, you know, everyone, I'm blonde. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, still so okay. I'm legally, bl- I'm legally blonde. <laughs> I have, I, I, I've got one that's kind of a true story. It, uh, it goes to the uh, heart of the Navajo Nation. They have a proud tradition of their names, and uh, and the uh, the chief at that time of the Navajo Nation was approached by his son, and he was in dismay. And he said, uh, son, what, what, what's the matter? You seem problem, you know, troubled. And he says, well, father, it's my name. He says, well, son, our name comes from proud traditions. Look at your, uh, look at your brother, 10 bears. And he said, when, when your, uh, when your brother was born, uh, there was 10 bears on the North mountain and, and your sister white dove, when she was born, there was a great white dove flying, a beautiful white dove flying across the sky and your other brother, strong elk. Well, on the East Mountain was a strong elk uh, up there on the mountain when your other brother's born. So you see, squatting dog, this is this tradition is something you should be proud of. <laughs> I've heard an R-rated version of that, but yes. <laughs> squatting dog. Sam, save us, save us, Sam, save us. You, most most of my jokes are. Most of my jokes are vastly inappropriate, so let me. I'm, I'm racking my brain to come up with one that's not. But what's the difference between a lawyer and a trampoline? You take uh, off your beach to jump on a trampoline. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my cleaner jokes. I started yeah, well, out as a shock we comedian. We won't have an open mic again. <laughs> yeah, not uh, not not if I not if I got to keep it under PG thirteen. Guys, we got uh, we got some we got some people interacting with us. So all this is uh, Schroeder Schroeder uh, Norholt. Uh, I feel like what's coming is an endowment 
of a more complete set of potentialities we have within us as God's people. Okay. Thank you, Schroeder, for the interaction. And uh, we we have callers. We have people that interact. We, we just, on the show, we don't really have time for calls, but we appreciate you guys calling in. And uh, we appreciate uh, uh, all of you coming on our show on the after-hour situation. Now, I don't believe, Rita, you're not on with us, are you? Yes, I am. Oh, Rita, you're still on. Are you on. kidding? See, Rita's, Rita's on Rita's with us. Rita's in the background. I didn't know. Sometimes she has to go. I've been the but... rim shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so now you guys all know Rita Gray was uh, the co-host on Betty White's Off the Rockers, and uh, she's in movies, and she's also an action person. You know, she goes to the Antarctic and goes into the crevices and goes skydiving and uh, she surfs the as the ice or glaciers break and make the waves. She's out there surfing. I don't do any she of goes, that stuff. He's what? making it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't know we had to She was an action person. So, Reith, what has this has this been uh, tough for you to slow down and kind of stay put a little bit? Because you know we are over the seventy category, so we got to be a little careful out there. Uh, well, how are I've you gone back to my roots. I've gone back to my roots. I'm basically a loner, and I had forgotten how much of a loner I am. I've enjoyed being home. Uh, I do have a, a slight gambling addiction, so you can play <laughs> slot machines on your phone. So I've been kind of back in my addiction See? of slot machines. But you know, you're like the one person that's money. saving money during this. No, 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 because they charge you money to play these games. And I got my American Express bill the other day. I'm cut off. No. (laughs) Because they start you off with free money, and then you get hooked on the game, and then they don't give you any more free money, and you have to buy money. And you can't win real money back. So now I've confessed out loud. I've been addicted to these games, and I'm cut off. Good for you. No, Don't you get back on that, Rita. No, no, no. Get the get the no. free get the free games. Exactly. I like the word free. games. Those are free. But even those, you can they they have ways to charge you money that you get pay for boosted that you pay for equipment in some of the games and just it's amazing how much money you can spend playing games. When you were saying that, Jim, earlier. You can spend a lot of money playing games on your computer, so I'm I'm I'm. Oh yeah, that. ten bucks a but, day adds up to three hundred dollars a month. That's a car payment for some people. You know what? Smoking habit. You yeah, you know there was charges. Okay, we got to mention that. Oh okay. yeah, a lot of them have charged. Well, all of them now have ways that you, they can charge you at some point. And oh, you see. think it's harmless because it's $3 here, $4 here. Like you said, you look at your bill at the end of the month and you spent $300 on games. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. okay, no, There's wait, that's crazy. So at any rate, I've been enjoying myself being at home. I've been setting up my home studio. I've been learning how to do green screen. And I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'll be ready I, to get back out, but I'm I'm waiting until it's going to be safe. I'm in I'm, no hurry. I'm, I'm kind of with you. Rita. I'm kind of the, the world has slowed down, and now it's kind of at my pace. This is you know because I I don't have breakfast till like three or four o'clock in the afternoon, 
and sometimes later. I don't either. Uh, so, I'm glad I'm not yeah. the only one. I eat dinner, but I didn't have breakfast you know, until five. <laughs> when we have a holiday dinner, people are saying, oh, we, I don't know if we'll make it in time. And they're thinking we eat at six. I, no, we had Christmas dinner at nine o'clock. You know, I mean, it's it's. Well, Aretha, a great way to connect with your fans is that easywaywall.com. If they have questions for you, and since you have this extra time, you'll be able to do some more fan mail. They can That's go right. to uh, to your profile. Right. It's true. I th- I should be more interactive myself with it. That oh, I have been to the wall. The wall's an interesting place with lots of people on it. Oh, yeah. oh it's, yeah. it's getting great reviews. Everyone's using it that's on there. And, you know, we have that virtual summit coming up May 29th and 30th with some great names. You know, we have yep. Frank Shankowitz from the creator of Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, we have Sharon Lecter and Michael Lecter on there, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Think and Grow Rich for uh, Women. Uh, Napoleon Hill's, you know, uh, books. And then we also have um, Forbes Riley is going to be on there, Bill Walsh. We have um, uh, who else? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shavon, Vince Vaughn's mother. Um, Loken Uh, from, uh, Tristana Loken from Terminator 3. Yeah, we have have a great crowd. Natalie, Chaprone. We have... um, uh, we have we have some great people. Our own Matt J. Doyle. Matt's going to be on there. Oh yeah, and that the, should uh, be very interesting. Yeah, there's uh, the person that invented the magnetic strip, and these are some. If they're not, you know, stars in the different movies, they're they're stars in the business world, inventors, and so on and so forth. It's, well, it's this really, is definitely uh, yeah, people you can learn something off of from sitting in your home and. Where else, you know, that you're not going to pay thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars to hear these people speak from the comfort yeah. of your home? You know, you have to reserve at easywayrsvp.com. That's easy for Eric Zuli, easywayrsvp.com. And we'll have that up on the website so that you can join us May 29th and 30th and you know, see these wonderful people and hear from them. And then uh-huh. you can interact yeah. with them on the wall, just like Rita. Exactly. The Easy Way Family app. And, you know, you have the Walk of Fame where you you find a square somewhere. But this, you just go on it with a click and you see everyone, and you click their face and you see all their stuff that they're doing. That, that's It was pretty ingenious what he put together. And, uh but with that, guys, I think we're coming to a wrap. Our times, you know, I appreciate everybody coming on. Uh, and uh, we're going to be rocking and rolling with Reetha and I next week at uh, 10 o'clock. And uh, thank you for uh, for participating today. Uh, thanks for having Samuel. us on. Samuel, thanks for coming yeah. on. And Denise. Thank you, Mr. Zoli. Thank you, Mr. Zoli. God bless you all, and God bless America. All right. Thank you guys for coming on. And so Radio Boomers Live will be signing out till next Monday morning. So be healthy, keep moving, and be safe. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, Star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at 
Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 